0: At your service, it's the Home Improvement Show, presented by Mosby Building Arts. To ask a question, call 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. Now, the host of the Home Improvement Show, Rich Orris, on the voice of St. Louis, KMOX.
1: And back together, hour two, KMOX. Scott Mosby at your service. 50,000 watts on KMOX and uh, plenty of FM bandwidth on 97.1 FM Talk. We are here at your service. Rich Oris is convalescing. I am filling in for the famous Rich Oris, normally the host of the KMOX Home Improvement Show and 97.1. Right at home with Rich. Uh, So anyway, I'm sitting the seat uh, that I did for some years. I have a guest in studio with me, Tom Kelly of Neil Kelly Company, a full-service design-build remodeling company out of Portland, Oregon, just happened to be guest uh, here with us. So I thought, well, that would be good radio. A little bit of history from one of the, uh, what we call that, I guess would be... um, Uh, foundational companies in our industry that uh, taught a lot of the rest of us. Uh, We emulate, uh, we would copy things uh, done and, and become friends over the years. If you're a good enough student, you figure it out. So in my quest for best practices, Better ways, uh, you know. Follow the best and the brightest. That's how I wound up uh, being good friends with Tom Kelly here. So, that's how we are for hour two three one four four three six seven nine zero zero three one four four three six seven nine hundred. Bring your calls on. Um, I've uh, missed you for a few weeks. It's been uh, nice to be uh, have Saturdays for a while. But you know, I've been part of your family. You've been part of mine for a very long time. Nice to be back home. 314 436 7900. Let's go right to the phone lines, see what's happening with my friend Laura. Laura, good afternoon. Welcome to lunch time on Camwax. How can I help?
2: Hi, it's good to talk to you, Scott. But before I tell you my little situation, Mr. Kelly, I really like that idea about the handyman service. Hint, hint, Scott. But anyway. <laughs>
1: Um, I, I'm, I'm listening, Laura. I'm, I'm a slow student, but I'm a good student.
2: <laughs> so I live in a house that was built in the 40s. So, you know, traditional bathrooms from that era. And when you walk into the bathroom, to the left is the tub, and on the right is the toilet and sink. Mm-hmm. So behind the, well, I shouldn't say behind, Between the tub and the wall, there's a small linen closet. But the Mm -hmm. linen closet is functional, you know, like 30 inches down because that's where all the plumbing is for the tub. Ah. And this linen closet is probably, with the face, you know, with the door jam stuff, Mm -hmm. is maybe 11 inches 10 inches wide. And I've been dealing with this for a long time. And I had this brainy idea the other day because I got mm-hmm. so aggravated.
1: Yes, with an 11-inch wide linen closet, you're kind of backing into. Well, that's nothing more than a frustrating assimilation of a linen. I mean, you can't really do anything with. So the answer is yes. Kudos to you for taking the door off because that's how this all starts. Is there's got to be a better way? Something's this dysfunction has to be adjusted into function so you've taken the first step the answer is yes you can in a house built in the 40s my as my father would say it is built for stout which means that you know it's real door jam, it's heavy duty casing it's plaster walls so you're going to yep. be into full battle mode mode to do this but there's nothing structural about all it you can take all that stuff out um, you can actually remove any wall section, leave everything on the tub side because that's the business end of the tub and everything in that wall is important. Um, so the, the way I would advise going into that, and and here's, here's the problem, is the way the door swings. Um, your door will cover over the face of whatever the function is, whether that's shelves, whether that's rollout shelves, or whether it's a linen closet. So you will, it will remain a bit inaccessible. I would, frankly, the best way to achieve what you're doing there is pull all of the framing out, take out all the plaster, and install a built, a a custom-built cabinet that slides into that hole and then trims around. Well, you know, you're thousands of dollars into the cabinet and a few more into the framing, and et cetera, et cetera. I might... Less may be more in this situation to the point where, uh, you know, just keep it as shelves or install shelves. Um, Maybe don't even remove the uh, jam because now you have to recreate something um, aesthetic and pleasing and functional, you know, which if if you're a handy person, you know, it's not, it's perfect. So, I mean, if you're a do-it-yourselfer, this is a perfect do-it-yourself project. If you're not man, it's a bunch of little work that, you know, it's all trim work, it's all high-tech, so it's, you need to know what you're doing and have the tools, have the time and the experience. So if this is your first foray, uh, you're, you're probably over your head, but, you know, if you can just yeah. put shelves on it and then purchase baskets that function in that same way, you know, it might save you six to $10,000. <laughs> yeah, I do like
2: the idea of making the top part of it a custom cabinet because yeah. that would probably be the cheapest and then just make it, you know, a faux door at the bottom or whatever to cover because right. it's not pretty what you're looking at, you know, for the-
1: yeah, yeah stuff, we very so. often box in those bottoms to where the door might be floor to ceiling, might be a full door. You open the door, but there's just nothing on the bottom two shelves. It's a boxed-in ghost, you know, place for right. the plumbing of the, you know.
2: That's exactly, yeah, that's exactly what I have. Okay, well, yeah. gosh, that's a good idea, and it'll give me something to think about, and, and I know where to find, you know, cabinet makers, so that's, even oh,
1: so, you're halfway there. You really ha- and and so, I will say some cabinet makers uh, will do their own installation. You know, half of them do, half of them don't. Uh, but this is kind of an expanded cabinet job. It's not really a shrunken bathroom remodel in terms of who you're right. looking for. Uh So right. uh, you know, if you can find a cabinet person installer and they've got the skills, whether they're willing to do it or not, when whether it fits their comfort zone. You know, you're not talking... This is something you could do to do all the demo. Putting it back together might be above your badge level. But, right. you know, this is not rocket science. It, But doing the cabinet is.
2: All right. Okay. I have one other question for you. Yeah. I have a friend who, you know, this last cold spell, really cold spell several days in a row. Um, yeah. She has a house and it's, Full, how in a full living quarters in the basement as well
3: for uh-huh. her mother-in-law,
2: and um, the pipes froze down there. And so I was asking her about it, and apparently there's an island in the kitchen where the sink is, and you know you're standing on a concrete floor right above the dirt level and i was like well how low did they you know put those pipes in and she says well i don't know you know because they bought the house after it was built yeah. and i wanted to know do you think that would be the most likely place where it froze or could it be somewhere else in the in the piping
1: yeah it's somewhere else in the piping because all that dirt down under the floor is like a cave so merrimack caverns at 56 degrees that's about the temperature of the dirt right underneath that floor so it's not going to freeze but the pipe that gets run under the floor is probably very close to the exterior wall or what we call the building envelope uh so it is close so the pipe comes over the ceiling that serves the main floor above and it comes around Mm -hmm. the corner it goes down the wall Well, right there at the top of the foundation if there's any kind of an air leak or any kind of void in insulation, that's the weakest link right there. So I would bet okay. that right at the ceiling to wall line somewhere is where the freeze occurs. And it may not split the pipe, so you may never find out. But if it does split, uh, you'll find out when it. War- you'll find up here in about 24 hours when it warms back up. It either leaks or it doesn't. Sure. And if it leaks, it'll really leak.
2: Right. Right. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you very much for that information. And the idea for the cabinet, I'm really thrilled.
1: All right, well, I'm glad it's kind of in your, your bandwidth because it, it it's going to take, um, uh, it's going to, in our world, kind of in the business, it's going to take a champion to get this thing across the line. And if you've got those skills, man, you're halfway home.
2: All right, well, thank you so much.
1: You- All right, Laura, take care. Scott Mosby, Home Improvement, University of Kamwex, Tom, Tom Kelly standing by here. We'll get to a little bit more about Tom Kelly and the Neil Kelly Company. And frankly, the standing a little bit uh, about uh, the, the remodeling industry and how Tom and I both grew up in this and, and are watching a kind of an industry unfold right around us. Uh, we were part of it, but in some ways, um, you know, look what happened when we weren't looking. You know, the whole industry grew to be the size of the new home building market as well. A three one four four three six seven nine hundred, bring your questions on. Scott Mosby setting in for Rich Orris, who is convalescing with COVID. I think he's probably feeling a little bit better right about now. Anyway, we'll take a short pause, come right back for more after this. Mm-hmm. All right, Scott Mosby, Home Improvements, standing in for Rich Orris, who's away today, 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900. I still have a little bit of influence, I promise, if the sun keeps shining, I'll hear, I'm, I'm moving the temperature up just just a little bit, you know. Well, may, may, maybe not, but it sounds good, doesn't it? You know, it makes me feel like I'm helping. You know, but uh, yeah, we're getting warmer a little bit. Tom Kelly standing by here uh, with me here in studio from Portland, Oregon. Uh, uh, let's get right back to the phone lines here. See what's cooking with my buddy Paige. Hey, Paige. Uh, good afternoon. Welcome to Launch on Camwax. How can I help?
4: Well, I hope you can help me, and thank you for taking my phone call. Yes, I please. have uh, two big dilemmas. Old house. 50s. Uh, We added a room on several years ago. Uh, It was a garage, but we enlarged it and kept one wall that was original. There's a crawl space under it now. And uh, the other walls were added. And we have uh, furnace ducts going through the crawl space and up into the uh, new room. Uh, the room is now sinking and pulling away from the main house mm-hmm. and i'm not sure where i'm going how i'm going what i i not i it it, it needs to be addressed because yes. there's a gas line that is new going under or in under the crawl space into the main house we get we had a new furnace put in so I don't know who to call to come look at this situation and advise me on on what I need to do to stop the um the, the
1: room from falling
4: off the house so to speak.
1: Yeah. Well, first off, uh yeah, this you've uh, surmised you've decided that this is the right thing. You're you're on the right track. Uh, that's number one. Number two, uh, this isn't that big a deal. I mean, it is structural. It is movement. It's going to cost you a few bucks, but there are a lot of good companies in St. Louis that do just this. Um, what happens is you've got, you know, a foundation that was buried under the ground 75 years ago, and it's all settled in, and it's it's really good roommates with the dirt around it. So the old garage is doing just fine. The new structure well, that was built actually- next to
4: it actually it's a new foundation for the for the uh, particular room on because it was a garage and it was um right it, so the concrete floor was flat on the ground there was yes. no foundation but the house itself is fine but yeah it's sinking basically i think
1: which part is sinking
4: the um one side i am assuming is sinking that's why it's falling away from from the house
1: is that the, the newer part ed- of that room ed- addition yeah yeah that makes sense well that's <clears throat> so it's it's a newer foundation on different dirt and right. it continues to move so it it just you, you need to get some sort of uh peering or support there's several different methods depending on which company you use Uh, But suffice it to say, your hands are going to get underneath those footings, the structure of the new room, and something is going to hold it up, and its feet are going to be on bed rack or screwed into uh, secure soil down below. Uh, Several different methods, a lot of good companies that uh, advertise here on KMOX, and um, most all of them have a different way of going about doing it. But to a foundation repair company, uh, this ain't rocket science what you're asking for.
4: Do I need to have a soil uh, uh, engineer come out and look at this
1: first? No, not really. Um, if, If you were an engineer, that would be the process you go about. However, these foundation guys are repairing foundations, and they know, I mean, anybody that comes to your house will know the profile of your soil uh, the state of Missouri and the states of okay. Illinois, all they hit, keep this on record for us. It's it's down in Rolla, uh, Rolla School of Science and Technology, used to be Rolla School. So they keep core samples from every water well ever drilled in the state of Missouri. So they know the dirt. They'll walk to your house and they'll, they'll tell you exactly what dirt you're on. So yes, you do. But these guys already know that information because it's kind of like, does a carpenter know how to drive a nail? Well, you bet you they do.
4: Well, so I
2: need,
1: uh, do you recommend any? Uh, Sure, there's Stratum, there's Helatech. There are a lot of good companies that uh, um, advertise here and and otherwise, Uh, but they will, you will find many good choices here. It will be a little bit pricey because, you know, they're taking responsibility for this foundation they didn't build. So they're going to over-engineer it and over-fix it, if you will. You're going to pay for it. Um, but it, you're really, you know, it's just something you do. It's like, well, I broke my window. I have to pay to get it fixed. Well, I broke my foundation. I have to pay it, get it fixed. So, mm-hmm. um, it's not, it's really not unusual because when we put on room additions, we put a lot of attention into what kind of dirt we're putting it on. How deep are, you know, is our new addition eight feet deep and the old one your old garage footings, only three feet deep. Well, you know, that, those are, you know, that that's. Two different depths and two different soil profiles. So things like this happen all the time. And connecting a new addition to an old structure is rocket science, but it's done all the time, and and it it's not uncommon that you're in this place. And that's why these foundation companies are around and had, you know have plenty of business to do. Some you know, we we live so, in a mining community basically.
4: So, <laughs> well, should I call your business on yeah. Tuesday and maybe have have get a list of uh some of the, the basement I mean the uh companies yes. that do this?
1: Yeah, please call us three one four nine oh nine eighteen hundred. It's part of the role that we take here on ninety seven one and Camo X that, you know, if we're gonna be out here we we do business with these guys all the time. So we're constantly refreshing and, you know, like, well, this company fell from grace. We'll take them off the list and we keep these guys on. And Mm -hmm. so it may be a short list at times, but uh, they are the people we do business with. So uh, obviously they've passed our muster.
4: Okay. Um, One other item. Mm -hmm. The new furnace went in a year ago and the uh, ductwork was already under or in the crawl space with mm-hmm. uh some of the flexible uh aluminum it's mostly mostly the normal uh ductwork but then we had to separate it out to different uh yeah. uh duct I mean to openings. Um I found black mold in it.
1: Never oh, had where? mold
4: in the ductwork.
1: Okay. Um, so that will be a, from this. Go ahead.
4: Yeah. Well, I, I I called the furnace people and they came out. And they said that's an airflow problem that they could fix that. But what do I do about the mold? I have to have some mold rem, remediation. I'm assured because it's been blowing spores all over the house. Um, I'm gonna have to have somebody come look.
1: Let me think about this. Um, <laughs> well, I know exactly what's going on. I'm trying to figure out who can help you. Um, okay. Uh, because it, it's it's basic. So in the summertime, when you turn on the air conditioner, mm-hmm. that metal gets very, very cold. And just like Correct. your Pepsi glass or iced tea glass, it condenses. So the source of the water is coming from the very moisture in your crawl space.
3: Mm-hmm. And it will
1: condense, so you wind up with wet inside Ducts, um, mm-hmm. the, the ductwork needs to be seriously and fully insulated and isolated from uh, the air because your crawl space—I mean, just air in St. Louis in the summer is is wet and warm, right? Um, and there's no way out of it, so you have to super insulate and isolate everything that gets cold from that crawl space, and that is insulation uh
3: mm-hmm.
1: I'll tell you what call Ani Insulation either that or call ask ask for an insulation company when you call Mosby uh 909 1800 but I think this is insulation and the, the the reason I send you to those guys is they understand this issue what was the name of that uh, Ani
3: you Ani, said Ani
1: A H N E A H N E or, H- or or just call mosby they'll give you that name because oh, they understand okay. building science they understand all this stuff whether or not okay. they you know anyway but keeping that cold metal from touching that warm moist air is is the game and that's what and then the black stuff um you know I, that you're going to have to have tested you just have to find out but very seldom is it really nasty stuff that in those unless it's been going on for 10 years no, but, but I'm not qualified to make that judgment, frankly. So you, it, you have to test it.
4: Yeah, it, it's been a year since
1: we put the new furnace in.
4: That's, it's not a I big deal. Exactly, yeah, yeah.
1: Don't be too worried about this. If somebody's going to sell you a ten thousand dollars solution, it's probably not that broken. You, you know, on, on on fixing the mold. You know, but if I I can get you pretty excited if I tell you some war stories about mold. So beware.
4: I know, I know. <laughs> and to top this all off. I'm 82, and I'm not even going to be living here that long.
1: Well, if you're 82... I'm I'm not moving. I'm not moving. If you're 82 and you're worried about the mold, you'd be dead now if it was a problem.
4: That's what uh, uh, my friend, my daughter-in-law said.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It does need to be addressed. Uh, This is not, you know, go to sleep and don't worry about it. But, you know, we have old respiratory systems. We're subject to more stuff than others. So, uh, yeah, please address it. But, you know, you're not going to die tomorrow because of it.
4: No, I'm in landscaping and I'm out in the mold all the time. I'm still working. So (laughs) I know it's not bothering me.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're, yeah. I'm
4: not, and I'm the only
1: one around, so. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk in 10 years, and we'll still be the only one around. (laughs) All right. Thanks a lot. Uh, nice talking to you, Paige. Good luck, um, and uh, you call Mosby Building Arts. Any of you else, anybody else that's listening, you're looking for something? It's uh, 314-909-1800, and we do keep a reference list. And who answers the phone can put you onto that reference list, and we keep a pretty good list. And uh, they're the people that you know we trust and do business with. Uh, we'll take a short pause and come back for more on Camwex K- and ninety seven one FM talk right on here. Oh, check this out. Watch this. A little spin. Oh, yeah. Check. This is the Mosby move. I'm doing it. Oh, oh, my producer, Drew, um, uh, just hooked me off the stage. You know, remember that? The old vaudeville hook come out. Well, anyway. Reminding me, it's Radio Scott Mosby here, 314-436-7900, sitting here in studio with Tom Kelly, Neil Kelly Company out of Portland. Tom, you've been standing by here patiently and uh, founded in 1947. Our companies are very much alike in history and generations and uh, frankly, even the work we do, uh, kind of, you're almost like chairman emeritus of uh, the industry, whether you whether you will accept that or not, I, you know, from my seat. And I, I know I speak for many people that are listening contractors that listen to Cam Um, you know, we all know the name and we followed the company for a long time. And, you know, I, thanks. Thanks for the people you've helped you never met.
0: You know, it one of the things about our industry that's in, in some ways unique is that there's no national remodeler. Um, yeah. but you find in almost every city. Um, major city in the United States like St. Louis is. Mm -hmm. You find a remodeler who's been around for a long time who's the brand, the company that so many of the citizens in that town go to. And of course I like, I know that that's what my company is in Portland, Oregon. And Mm -hmm. uh, one of the great things about the industry is we get to know the other remodelers like you uh, across the country and share ideas and share information. And you know, for your listeners, mostly Building Arts is that company, that wow. brand that um, is just, you know, stands out, uh, you know, above the competition. And wow. that's a, a, you know, it's, just, it's real apparent to me that you are, your company is, is the, the remodeler for St. Louis. And I admire you for that.
1: Well, well, thank you. Right back at you, and and Frank, and, and the, uh, thank you. I, I, and and the reason I know Tom is we then all get out of our puddle, and we travel to events on a national scale where I meet Tom and we meet others, and we all have similar issues, and we sit down in a room and you know best practices, and I keep up with Tom over the years uh just because we're always in some sort of a best practices or thought leaders program tom sits on the ha- harvard center for housing studies uh, as does our company as well uh so the industry wants to know what we think we want to know what the industry's thinking and um you know it it it's kind of scary to realize that uh uh the how long we've been around first um <laughs> how confusing um, the market still is you know how tough it is to get a good remodeler and uh, how many times you know our activities in better business bureau and our various uh, rotary all the uh, not-for-profit things we are involved in um, but anyway I, I hope this is helping uh, you as the consumers and tom thank you so much and you're, you're know, welcome I, definitely yet uh, well you ready to go back the phone lines here Sure. All right. And by the way, I have to tell you all this building science stuff and all this condensation. Uh, Tom Kelly's company, again, so we talked about the design build, but the building science, how it affects health, um, the the whole efficiency and economy uh, of um, energy systems and their efficiency and how it affects the environment, uh, Tom Kelly again, a leader, and and uh, so we can talk a little bit about that in a sure. bit. Let's get get back to the phone lines here. Talk to my friend uh, Carol. Hey, Carol Scott Mosby. Um, I'm at your service. How can I help?
2: Hi, thanks for taking my call. Um, I wanted to see if I'm doing things in the right order. I live in an older home. It was built in 1940. It mm-hmm. had been through the flood of '93, about 18 inches of water. Uh, mm-hmm. Sadly. The walls were never taken down, um, so I'm concerned that there's mold, plus there's termite damage, plus I'm pretty sure we have a major structural problem because there is about a half-inch-wide horizontal crack leading into the basement. Um, I was thinking of having someone like Helitech or Woods come out and look at it, but is that the right step to take first?
1: Um, yes. Again, uh, to Paige's earlier question about her room addition, um, the foundation companies know the soil, uh, they know the flood histories, they've been fighting this battle for a long time, so the library of knowledge that shows up with uh, uh, the better companies... Um, it definitely can help you n- noodle your way through these issues here. Uh, termite damage is usually from moisture, um, and that can be from movement in a foundation. When foundations move, that's oftentimes from runoff water that erodes the water out from underneath the footings and structures. So, yeah, Carol, I, I, I think the foundation company is the right place to start for that one.
2: Okay, thank you very much.
1: Yeah, good luck. You've got to get a multi-headed monster there, don't you? <laughs> All right. Thanks, Carol. Scott Mosby, Home Improvement. Uh, next up, let's talk to Asim. Hey, Asim, Scott Mosby here. How can I help you?
3: Hey, Scott. Uh, Mr. Mosby, long-time listener and first-time caller. Thank you. Um, I am a physician, left my job in Boston to come home to take care of my parents in the house that they built as immigrants coming from Pakistan. And that house was built in 1976. Hmm. And in being in that house, I was living in where I grew up. Um, And one thing that was an issue with the bathroom is that the the hot water on the tub and shower in the bathroom did not really uh, get to maximal heat. I could get it to maximal heat for maybe a couple minutes. On top of that, the the delta between boiling hot and tolerable hot just went to cold, so there's like a very fine window. So I had that yeah. mat- bathroom remodeled, not only for that, but it was sort of stuck in 1994, if you know what I mean, like all the black <laughs> vinyl yeah, stuff. So uh, we updated it and put yeah. like Callista One, and
1: Ooh. you know
3: I won't I won't uh, tell you the name of the the construction company, but they rhyme with STL, Resign and spilled. <laughs> and it's been one thing after another, and that water issue is not solved. Um, the fixture for the temperature, counterintuitively, has the hot on um, the right, oh, wow. uh, yeah. on the right panel on the bottom, and the C is on the left. And in my mind, intuitively, if you turn that dial to the right, you'd be going hot. But it turns out wow. you actually go in the counterintuitive direction if that makes sense. I'm
1: so with I say, you, brother.
3: Yeah, so it's, it's just a mess, and we reversed it, didn't help, and then we re-reversed it to the original way. Now I'm getting lukewarm, can't get a hot bath, and I certainly can't get a hot bath after. I can't get a sh- a hot shower after taking a hot bath, or a lukewarm bath, I should say. It's like a cold shower after a lukewarm bath. So what, uh, what's your thought? Fifty gallon tank needs to be replaced in the basement, or is there something with the settings in the picture? They said they opened up the valves, quote unquote, so that I'm getting maximum pressure, maximum heat. Um, what's the what's the issue? What's the solution?
1: Uh, the issue and the solution. Do you have a good plumber? First place to start.
3: Got it. Okay. Yeah, I so mean, but fine, find. I mean,
1: yeah, because all the questions you're asking, I mean, Callista's top-line stuff. Um, exactly. You know, I mean, but, but the better stuff like the Callista, the Kohlers, all that, better quality brands have um, springs and moving pieces that pressure balance. So it's like an electronic something. And yeah. when it's off, it's really Well, you have... Your your uh, cartridge in there can be flipped, or anyway, you just need a good plumber to take you through all this because all those right. those those cartridges can be flipped. You, they can work. You've got a good housing in there with with the valve. Uh, you just need you need the wizard plumber. You have got everything right. ready. You just need the wizard. And, and by the way,
3: that 50, go ahead, sir to her up.
1: Well, maybe it depends. It depends how old it is. If that thing's only five years old, no, it, it's you maybe flush it out once. But something's the the valve has the ability to cause all this stuff.
3: <laughs> okay. Yeah, and thank well, You thanks, were about to say something until I interrupted. What was
1: that? Uh, kudos to you, brother, for coming home. Take care of your parents. I mean, oh, I, I. Yeah, we've no, just been a through
3: privilege that. And a, and a privilege and a gift to me. To, yeah. do, to be able to take care of the folks that brought me into the world, I do have two other questions about the yeah. stuff going. One going on in the bathroom. Sure. So we got a cabinet that is, um, and I didn't realize this, but it's a shorter cabinet with drawers on the right and a two like a two door cupboard on the left. Mm-hmm. And that that cupboard is sort of the one that's adjacent to the toilet, which is then adjacent to the uh, to the bathtub. Right. Now. I don't. The cabinet's useless to me because, it, you know, that cabinet is sort of empty space, storage place for cleaning and right. other supplies. I want to put shelves where that second door is on the left, and apparently they can't swap it out for like the what what that cabinet originally was made of. Like yeah. put sh- put those shelves there instead of the door. So, but there are internal shelves apparently that you can buy. That would sit inside, and then you kind of pull them out, and maybe take off the door, or just keep the door on it, and then you have to open the door and you pull out the shelves. Is that uh, since, your experience?
1: Uh, yeah, but there are companies that will retrofit pull-out shelves for you. Um, and and finding some, it's it's kind of um, sometimes it's a franchise. They'll build a box for you to put in the right side or on that side, and you'll have pull-out kind of drawers or shelves behind the door if that's what you want. So that's a possibility, um, you know, a way, you know. But your your sink bowl defines where those doors are and where those drawers, which is why swatch, you know, swapping it out is tough. Yeah. All right, I seem sorry. I guess I ran out of time, and uh, um, apologies for not being able to stay with you. We have to take a break here. Scott Mosby, KMOX, uh, sitting here with Tom Kelly of Neil Kelly Company of Portland. We're at your service, and we'll be right back. All right, back together, Home Improvement, Scott Mosby, ninety-seven-one FM Talk, KMOX. We are simulcasting, sitting in for Rich Orris, uh, who's away today. Uh, Tom Kelly of Neil Kelly Company out of Portland, Oregon, in the studio with me as well. Uh, let's get right back to the phone lines and talk to my buddy, Joe. Joe, good afternoon. How can I help, my friend? Yeah, good afternoon, Scott.
0: Hey, I've, I'm probably being a little bit in, premature here, but um, last season, I was having problems with my irrigation system. I was getting a hammering effect.
2: Oh, yeah. And I remember.
0: Uh, it wasn't just at one station, it would vary from station to station intermittently. And uh, I've had uh, irrigation people come out and check, and they're not sure what it is. One says it possibly might be the backflow valve. I was wondering if you might have any ideas.
1: It can be that. Uh, are you having any problems now that the irrigation's winterized? No more hammering?
0: Well, now that the system has been winterized, no, I haven't had it turned on yet, but right, I'm anticipating right. that, that age, that old problem's
2: going to come back.
1: Yeah, well it does rule out it means you properly identified where it's coming from. The backflow preventer is very much a possible culprit because it too has a spring that shuts things off under flow and pressure. Um, And if that spring, uh, I mean, backflow uh, preventer needs to be rebuilt every X number of years, I think by St. Louis County. So by building code or plumbing code to make sure that that backflow doesn't allow, you know, your old water that's stuck in your hose from getting sucked back into the potable water system, you know, erroneously. And then you know, bad water for you and me. Uh, so they do need to be rebuilt and they should be periodically. If you, So if you don't remember having it rebuilt, call a plumber, get it rebuilt, and you'll find out. <laughs> Make sense? All right. Thanks, Joe. Hey, folks, uh, thank you to Tom Kelly for uh, stepping in. Tom, thanks for visiting. Uh, will you come back in the future?
0: I will. I've had a lot of fun. Thank Uh, you for having me on.
1: Thank you. Uh, Godfather of remodeling, Tom Kelly out of Portland, Oregon. Scott Mosby will be back sometime.